Welcome back to the e-commerce Titans podcast, where today I'm sitting down with Patry, the lead media buyer at the Dimnico agency. And in today's episode out of the e-com toolbox, we're going to be talking about how to warm up your pixel um, on a brand new ad account. We've had uh, one client in particular that's um, got a brand new ad account and Patry's been managing, you know, warming up the, the pixel on the account and walking through a whole bunch of kind of strategies and ideas that's working for them and what you guys should be doing as well. So, Patrick, do you just want to quickly give everyone a bit of an intro on what you do at the agency and then we can dive into the topic? Sure. Hi, guys. Uh, well, I'm Patrick. I'm one of the two lead media buyers here at Dibnico. Uh, basically, handle one of the media buyers team. Uh, my main job or my main uh, task in the agency is basically to brainstorm with the, with the guys. We look at the strategy of the clients. We see how we can improve the the media buying side of things. And uh, yeah, today I actually picked this uh, topic because I thought that a lot of e-commerce brands that get started, they are not very familiar with what it means. When you get started with an ad account, they think that they can just jump into things and start getting conversions basically and getting purchases. But there is a little bit of a process that needs to be done when you have a brand new account and definitely a, a brand new pixel installed in your website. So I think it's very important to to get to understand the steps. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, well, you know, you were kind of talking before about like, why do you actually need to warm up your Facebook pixel? So do you kind of want to dive into some of the important aspects that will allow, I guess, your brand to be more successful if you do warm up your pixel? Yes, basically, uh, I'm going to give a little bit of an explanation of what does it mean to warm up your pixel, Perfect. just in case there is someone out there that they are not very familiar with it. Um, there, it's not a, a specific way to do it that does the right one and that's it. Let me just stop that you. Works. Let me just stop you for a second. Sure. Just get your heater on in your house and that'll warm up your pixel. <laughs> Uh, I just thought that I just had that come to mind. I thought that was stupid but funny. Anyway, come back to a serious conversation. How do you? What does warming up your pixel actually mean? Let's call it. Let's call it train your pixel better than warm up. But yeah, that that might work. That might work. Um, Yeah. So there are basically a few steps that uh, you can take on uh, when you wanna get your pixel to get some data. And warming up your pixel it means that you are feeding it data so it can get more and more smarter because. We all know by now, if you work with Facebook, that um, the pixel works with an algorithm, which is a very smart algorithm by, by now. It, it was very different years ago when, when all the Facebook advertising started. But in order for that algo to actually become smart, it needs data. And the more data you feed that pixel, fastest that process is going to be and also you need to feed the right data of course because otherwise it's it's pointless so some of the very basic things that you can get started when you when you set up um let's say you already install your pixel on the website of course Mm -hmm. you install it in shopify or whatever is the backend that you are using and you are setting it up in the in the campaigns um some of the main things that you can get started doing is actually setting up low type of post conversion goal campaigns. With that, I mean maybe video views campaign, engagement campaigns, even traffic campaigns. What we want to do is start getting traffic into the website, getting mm-hmm. people to know our brand. And that way the pixel is learning from all those visitors, all those engagers. And this is something that you can later on use in order to create audiences. 
Um, when you are an e-commerce brand, your main goal probably is going to be to drive conversions, right? Mm-hmm. That most probably is purchases. But the way that the conversion campaigns work is um, they optimize based on purchases by learning from purchases that they have already happened. So at the very beginning, the pixel has nothing to use yeah. in order for them to know which people, which audience are going to be the ones that they convert. So if you want to start running conversion campaigns, you have to start by lower type of um, events, uh, pixel events, like either it's page viewers, either it's add to cards, initiated checkouts, and slowly, slowly when the pixels start having more data, go increasing and then later on, um, optimize those campaigns for for purchases that's that's one way to to do it another very very important thing that is very hard to do uh when you are warming up your pixel or just in general especially when when you are getting started is leaving the campaigns untouched until they reach 50 conversions Mm. if you run uh campaigns if you are working as a media buyer or you have your own business doesn't matter I'm sure you have seen many times the learning phase on the campaigns. Uh, this is a process that the campaign needs in order to learn enough to actually be able to show your uh, ads to the right audience. And the, that learning phase needs 50 purchases or 50 conversions in order to actually exit the learning phase. So at the very beginning, when you set up the first campaigns, it is very important that you leave those campaigns untouched. You don't start changing the ad copy, or maybe I changed the creative, maybe it's not working. It's very, very difficult. Mm. Everybody's like, oh, this is not working. I want to change it. But the, it needs to be done. That process needs to needs to go through. So that's that's another very important thing that, that I wanted to bring up and that I think is important. Yeah. And another thing just, that you just can... On, just on that point there around like sure. um, letting it spend and actually not touching it just like you know every time you do edit it or you know change the copy or you're like oh we'll just turn this one off and do a new ad you kind of restart that learning process right you gotta you gotta think sorry yes depending what you're doing it Mm -hmm. has a a bigger or smaller effect on the learning phase for example if you are just increasing the budget a tiny bit the the learning phase doesn't restart completely completely Uh, they have different, um, let's say, depending on what you are doing, it has it has a bigger effect. Yeah. You can find this on Facebook, what specifically each um, touch that you are doing, how is the effect that it's doing. But things like changing the ad copy yeah. or the whole ad, then yeah, it has a huge effect on the learning phase. Yeah, 100%. So it's yeah. really important to kind of like let that data build because essentially what you're trying to do is build up this data so you can get better results in the short term to even longer term. If you just constantly chop and change your major things like the ad copy or the image or the video, you're kind of, you're shooting yourself in the foot because you think, okay, well, I'm not getting the results I want right now. So I'll make these big changes, but you're actually making it worse for the longer term because you're not getting that data that's going to allow you to get much better results. And this is obviously, you know, very crucial for a brand new ad account. If you've already gone through and you spent a fair bit of money, this isn't really super relevant. But for brands that are starting a brand new ad account, maybe it's been disabled, you've got to start a new one and you don't have that pixel data or you've got a fresh account for a new brand. This is obviously like the the whole point of this conversation is warming up a brand new pixel. So yeah, go on to your third point, Patrick. I just wanted to chip in there. 
Yes. I want to, be, before I go into, into the third point, I want to say that this is important always. The learning phase yes, is true. always not only on a, on a brand new account, but as you said, especially when you are starting because your pixel doesn't have data. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, another thing that you can get started doing is trying to go a little, more, a little bit more broad in your audience. Don't, don't narrow too much your audience. Uh, go with interest that they are big. There's a big amount of, of people uh, within that interest, maybe putting a bunch of interest together or as much uh, as broader as you can and try to actually focus those ads for a more broad, uh, broad audience. Because if you go very narrow, again, you are feeding your pixel very specific niche of people and it's going to be harder for the algo to actually learn who are your target audience. Mm -hmm. So when you are started with the very first campaigns, the broader you go in the audience, the better. Uh, and the next step after that, let's say when you have already run some engagement campaigns, you already have some video viewers that they have watched your videos, uh, people who already like your page or engage with your ads and so on. The very, very, very next step that you need to do is to start creating custom audiences. You already have people that visited your website or they engage with your ads or they engage with your page, with your Instagram. This is people that already show an interest. So this is the right audience to start creating, to give the pixel to say, okay, this, you need to actually look for people exactly like it. Mm -hmm. You can create lookalikes out of, out of it. You can just retarget those visitors. They might not be purchasers. They might not be people who actually converted, but they already showed an interest. They already clicked in your first ad, either if that was a traffic ad or whatever, and they already landed on your page. So this is very, very good data to actually feed your pixels. So those would be a little bit uh, a few of the recommendations to get it started when you have a brand new account that's something that you should definitely go through when you are getting started, especially for an e-commerce. Perfect, perfect. And just, just one thing I wanted to make sure it's really clear for everyone, like Patrick was mentioning earlier, you know, you can optimize for certain like events, like purchase, add to cart, view content, etc. And obviously as you go, like like the purchase is the ultimate one, but you need data for that, of course. And say like, can you can you can you optimize the page view? Or is it purely view content? Page view, uh, page view does does not an optimization. No, you have to go by view content. Yeah, cool. So like, view content is a much you know you're gonna get more data of that because more people are gonna view content versus purchase, right? And if if you try and just go for purchase off straight away, just like if you think about it very simply, it's like you have no purchases, so Facebook doesn't know who to target. And like at the same point, of course, you don't have any view content at that point, but you're going to get a lot more view content quickly for Facebook to learn who's best. So then maybe you can start optimizing for add to cart, initiate checkout, and then purchase, and then run those, you know, ultimate conversion campaigns for purchase, um, which is obviously what's, you know, majority of the time works the best for our clients. Um, was there anything yeah. you want to add on that point, Patrick? I wanted to add that it is a bit tricky when you start uh, setting up campaigns that are optimizing for maybe a two-card initiated checkout for too long because your pixel might learn a little bit the wrong data. They might be showing the ads to those people that are very, very willing to add to card, but then they don't purchase. Mm. At the beginning, you have to do it, as I said, because it's like kind of like a, a, a stairs. Yeah. You need to get there. but. As soon as you have some purchases and assume that you can actually start optimizing for purchases, go for it. Because if you keep on pushing add to cart um, as a main optimization goal for the campaigns, 
your pixel might start showing your uh, your ads to people who actually they like a lot to add to cart but they don't get convert. Yeah. So I just I just wanted to bring that up, but yeah, you need to go through it in order to to get to the goal, which is the purchases. That will be the main conversion goal. Perfect, perfect. And just like on a side note, for maybe people that already have a warmed up pixel, like I come across a lot of accounts where people are running traffic campaigns or engagement or video views where they should be running conversions because they've got data and they're kind of like, why aren't these performing as good? It's like in the most simple terms, when you run like traffic campaigns, Facebook's going to show your ads to people that like click on a lot of ads or go to the landing page a lot that don't buy or less likely to buy. Whereas when you run conversion campaigns, you're telling Facebook, show my ads to people that are more likely to, if you optimize for purchase, actually buy. And that's obviously really important. That's why you'll see a higher return on ad spend from conversion campaigns versus say traffic versus if you go one step further back, like video views or engagement. If you're running an engagement campaign, Facebook's goal is to get people to like, comment and share on your ad. It's not to bit buyers. If you get buyers, that's a bonus. You could spend you know hundreds, thousands of dollars on engagement campaign without a buy, but you'll get a lot of engagement. It's like you're telling Facebook what you want. Um, it's a little bit off topic a little bit, but I thought that was relevant anyway. Um, yeah. The, ne- the next thing I want to ask you, Patry, is a little bit about like the creatives. Like, does that change when you're say warming up your pixel versus if you've got an established pixel or as it kind of goes through those stepping stones or those stairs you were talking about? Does your creative make any difference there? Uh, it does and it doesn't. So basically, when you're getting started, you are not gonna have any traffic to retarget, right? You are just getting started. So your whole strategy around the creative should be focused on top of the funnel, should be focused on getting your brand out there. So you have to think that all of this traffic that you're getting into your website, they never actually interacted with it. They never been in the landing page before. They never visited your website. Maybe they they never even saw your Facebook page whatsoever. So your um, angle there to put out there is to actually get the people to understand your brand. They need to get to know what's the value in it. They have to relate to be able to relate with it. This is the way. So I said at the beginning, it doesn't, it doesn't, because obviously this is something that you're always going to have to use in your top of the funnel campaign. Because this is targeting people that they are never interacting with your brand. So it's always going to be there. But at the very beginning, when you're getting started, this is the only traffic that you have. Because you are not going to have just yet retargeting campaigns because you are brand new out there. So your whole um, strategy should be focused around that, around getting getting people to relate with your brand, why they should they should uh, visit your website, why they should buy your product, mm. why is your business different or whatsoever. So it's all built around a whole traffic type of, type of um, creatives. Perfect, perfect. Awesome. Well, that's kind of like the major stuff that I think it's really important to cover when you're warming up your pixel or what do we think, training your pixel. Um, so that was awesome. Was there any last things you want to add, Patrick, before we wrap it up? Uh, no, I actually wanted to just a small mention regarding the, the engagers because you, you um, mentioned before that it was a little bit off topic, um, yeah. uh, you know, like getting... So I, I wanted to say that it is extremely important though to run on the site engagement campaigns. There's mm-hmm. something that a lot of e-commerce brands kind of forget or leave aside. They just want to get conversions and 
Of course, when you are running uh, any type of engagement campaigns, the algo is going to try to find those people who like and so on. But these are still valuable. This is still people that you can actually later on create lookalike audiences from, from your engagers. And this might be people that convert as well. So mm-hmm. you, of course, don't need to put a huge chunk of your budget into an engagement campaign. But if you're a good brand, it should be something that it should be part of your strategy all the time, not only at the beginning of, yeah. of warming up the pixel. Awesome. Because, yeah, like often when you get more engagement on your ads, people see it and they're more likely to convert and it can even like, you know, get better feedback from Facebook. So you get like lower CPMs and better click metrics and everything, which make your conversion campaigns more profitable from a very low percentage of spend on engagement. Because like if you're running a conversion campaign, you're not going to get anywhere near the level of, you know, likes, comments and shares as would you on an engagement campaign. But that engagement campaign will help your metrics for your conversion campaign, if that makes sense. hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, Patrick, for jumping on. It's been really valuable. And for all you guys listening, um, if you guys want to actually have a conversation further with, you know, myself or anyone else on the team, um, jump onto our website, dimnico.com, fill out an application, book in a call, and let's have a chat about how we could help your brand. And whether you've got warming up your new pixel or you're an established e-com brand, we're happy to have a chat with you regardless. Um, thanks so much again, Patrick, and make sure for you guys listening, subscribe, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you.